0: This episode has a transcript. You can find it at bit.ly forward slash read underscore A-S-T. Enjoy! Holly Hurdle wakes up at six o'clock in the morning. Eats a massive bowl of nutri goes to the local swimming leisure centre, does about an hour or two of laps, just like as you would just before school school usually starts at like 8.30 so it gives her half an hour to get over there and then makes her way over she just kind of walks to the factory by herself takes her a while but then like the, the RSVP was like for 3pm so she's got
1: loads of time so she's there really early yeah okay All right. <laughs> All right, um, Wimble, the novella, wakes up in the morning at 8.30 a.m. Wimble is homeschooled and reads a book for like an hour in the library that father owns. And then I reckon Wimble has like waffles with a bunch of syrup and fruit or something served by like, let's say it's, like a, ca- it's a cafe near the library. I don't think Wimble has a waiter in the house. But he he has like a nice syrupy breakfast and then he heads over, gets a town car across town to the old factory, ticket in pocket. Um, And arrives like at 2pm with like a good hour to spare for the opening time. So Wimble rolls up in his town car and steps out with his little hat on. He has a little hat? He has a little hat.
0: What kind of hat? Describe the the hat to me.
1: You know those, like, round but flat boy hats that private schools have?
0: Yes. I'm, yes. (laughs) Round but flat boy hats? (laughs) They're like bad straw hats. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, like, Like, like. Like Dick Van Dyke wears in Mary Poppins during that one scene.
1: So Wimble steps out of the town car. Thank you, sir. Here is your payment. I have five pounds in exchange for you waiting for my return. So you just circle the block. The rest of the day, and I'll see you then.
0: The Uber driver takes the money (laughs) and leaves immediately. (laughs) The Uber driver who has been paid through the app already.
1: (laughs) So long. Ah, hello, civilian. (laughs) It It appears the gates are locked. Are you the greeter? Greeter. I am drawing pictures in
0: the sand with my finger.
1: Are you here to let me into the factory?
0: Oh, no, I don't got no
1: key. No. I'm just waiting. Well, can you tell management to open the gates? I have arrived.
0: yeah. Let me just hit, hit this here buzzer. And I um, push my finger against the, just like, there's nothing on the wall. It's nothing. <laughs> and I make a bzzz.
1: Excellent. All right. How long do you expect that will be?
0: I, I pretend to check my watch. About an hour.
1: All right. He goes and sits down against the brick wall and pulls out a fancy lunchbox. It looks like a jewellery box. Uh, it's like ornate. It's like silver with like some like other metal trim. And then he opens it and inside it's like felted interior. And yes. then there's like six Wothers Originals in individual little <laughs> in divots.
0: Velvet, velvet nooks yeah. in the box. And
1: he pulls out one and he starts to suckle it.
0: Suckle it? Yeah. I hate that. That's not the right verb.
1: there's for Wimble. No. He's like... He's like the um
0: least,
1: he makes the sound Don't that,
0: make the sound he makes the sound don't make the, he the sound <laughs> make
1: the he makes the sound that the lion in that um, Robin Hood movie that Disney does
0: I hate that what do you reckon the time actually is by now and 2 30 oh god that's so long
1: if you're careful with the words of the original it could last a good half hour so
0: hmm. do you like take it out and stick it behind you at meal t- meal times no um, so I reckon at this point Holly's getting a bit restless. Um, she might be just kind of fidgeting. I reckon she might have pulled out one of those Spalding's high bounce balls mm. that she's kept in her pocket specifically just for when she gets immensely bored, and has started bouncing that against the fence and gate.
1: And that can entertain someone for hours. So
0: yeah, apparently it <laughs> has. It's a good
1: way to pass the time. Yeah. Is this like? Way out of the way that anyone would be just walking around? like
0: It's a little bit out of the way, yeah. It's a little bit out of town down a long winding road that smells vaguely of horseradish.
1: It's like an uh. industrial district. Okay. One part of the area is like the sweet scent of freshly baked bread and then the other is like the horseradish factory.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> is there a tree with nasty tasting apples? Uh, not in sight.
1: We've both got something to do to wait until 3pm.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to keep doing that. Okay, so you do that and eventually three PM rolls around and at three PM on the dot do either of you have any watch a watch? No any kind.
1: Wimble has a pocket watch.
0: I thought so. I have no sense. Um, of is time. Wimble checking this pocket watch periodically or not at all? Does he disregard it?
1: Um no he's waiting for someone to get him retrieve him and tell him it's time to go.
0: Oh, is he's, he's waiting for the doorman to come yeah. and receive the guests. Exactly. I see. Okay. He's just He's
1: just sucking on a a word. Well, he's onto the second one now because they last about half an hour each. So he has four left now.
0: All right, hang on. I'll write that down. So at three o'clock on the dot, if either of you had bothered to time anything, the gates swing open seemingly of their own accord and you don't see anyone. You just see the path leading up. There are two steps and then a small door on a section of the building that is labelled office. Reception, rather. Sorry. I reckon I'm sharing a look with um, Wimble and then I'm bounding off. Ollie's bounding off right down this path, right up to the door.
1: Wait for me. Are you, what, what about me? Aren't you coming? I mean, yes. You can stay
0: outside if you want.
1: Like, all right. Bye. He runs after you. Oh. <laughs> His wooden shoes clop, as they
0: clop. I'm, I'm given a big knock, given a, <laughs> a big bash on the door. The door swings open slowly with a creak.
1: Now this is all very non-proper.
0: Non-proper? What do you mean?
1: Oh, and where is the... where? I mean, you're, you're not the greeter, are you? No. Where is management? Why aren't... Why, where is the parade? <laughs> a parade? It said on my ticket we would be received in a celebration welcoming us to the factory.
0: Did my ticket say that? And I pull it out and I have a look. No, it just says, come to Willy Wonka's factory and get, like, $100 and some chocolate. And then it says the date and the time written on it. That sounds very safe. Yeah, Poor it does. Children. <laughs> Ain't no parade that I can see. Could go inside. I'm gonna curiously peek my head into the building. Can I see anything? Um... Yes, it's a, it's a bit darker than outside, given that it is around midday outside, and it's it's quite a sunny day, and as you look inside the room that you are currently peering your head into, you see your eyes adjust slowly to the light, and there is fluorescent lights on the ceiling, flickering and making that terrible humming noise, and on the end of the wall, you can see a desk. It appears to be unmanned. There is a sign on it that says, out to lunch. Does the sign say anything like about what time they're getting back? Anything on the desk? Holly goes up to the desk and starts rummaging, <laughs> just hands in the mess, like pushing things around looking for stuff. All right. Um, as Holly is rummaging around, you hear a crackle and an intercom you hadn't noticed before uh, kind of just crackles to life and a loud voice says, What? Oh, you're here. All right, come on through. And well, there's only other one other door in the room, so you assume that that's where it means.
1: Okay. Um, Wimble was lined up in front of the desk waiting, but um, now he goes towards that door.
0: All right, you go towards the door. You realize that it is a little bit smaller than perhaps your perspective uh, led you to believe initially. How large is this door? It is a foot tall. How tall is a child? You are about four feet tall.
1: Gosh, that is a a small entrance.
0: I look up at the end the box and I point at the door. i through here. Uh, yeah. Hang on a second. Uh, look away for a bit. I cover my eyes.
1: And we'll cover his eyes.
0: I am looking away. All right, go on. H- you look back. The door is actually it's full size door now. I grab the handle and <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you go in. You step out into this marvellous open space inside the factory. You're at the top of a flight of stairs and just down the stairs there's a beautiful green meadow full of trees and flowers and you can see a curiously red-looking river flowing through. And Yes. What? Well, yeah, I mean, it looks red in the movie, so I'm just going with that. Fair enough. Is there a man singing music or introducing us to this wonderful place or do we just have free reign? You can't see any men around. There are still uh, intercom speakers dotted high along the roof um, and they are playing faint muzak, which is elevator music. Cool.
1: Now this is more like it.
0: I'm already having a look around. I'm kind of flitting from tree to mushroom with cream spots To lollipop flower. I'm just having a look at each of them. You notice I'm not eating any of it. Doesn't matter. (laughs) I'm looking, I'm touching, my fingers are sticky. That's what matters.
1: Wimble is standing at the top of the stairs just watching. He's like, Do you think we're allowed to go down?
0: No one said we weren't.
1: Yes, but usually in any situation, there's an adult to tell You are
0: cut off by the sound of the door you came in through slamming shut behind you. Oh, no. Hurry up. I don't have all day. I've got lots of children to congratulate. The intercom shuts off.
1: (laughs) But where shall we go? This room, there's so many directions.
0: Congratulate for what now?
1: There's no answer. Hmm. Hmm. What's your name anyway?
0: Oh, it's Ollie.
1: Okay. My my name is Wimble.
0: Wimble? Like the Dundowns?
1: Wimble Novella of the Novella family library
0: What? Never heard of a library Can't read
1: Wimble walks down the stairs and starts inspecting the various (laughs) objects in the room
0: I reckon I reckon Holly is making a beeline for that river Curious that you would say that Because both of you actually begin to notice an odd buzzing around your head You look around and there are, in fact, a few bees starting to gather around you. That's kind of cool. I keep going towards the river. The buzzing grows more intense. Oh, God. (laughs) How are you reacting to these bees?
1: Oh, bees delightful. You know, did you know that bees are the most important creature in the animal kingdom? Huh. I I mean, I don't know how they relate to candy plants and animals, I assume, but... As far as uh, forestry bees are very important.
0: I hope bees like flowers, but these aren't exactly, you know, flowers, right? Like they're well, they're flowers, but they're not like plant plants. Zzz, the buzzing, the that just the incessant humming is growing louder and louder as more bees gather around your heads, Holly, as you move closer to the river. Actually, you know what? The proximity to the river doesn't matter at all. (laughs) But the bees, they're moving closer and closer. They're gathering more and more around your heads, around your tiny, fragile bodies. You're just being absolutely surrounded by bees. And at first they're all sort of converging on you and it's just a, a relentless humming, a buzz of noise. And then they seem to stop and they back off. All of them, about a meter away from you both, and then one of the bees flies up to your ear, Holly, and says, "Help us! Help us!" <laughs> Holly gives a startled yelp and then jumps
1: back. What? Whatever is the matter?
0: Um, I think I heard a who. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Seuss. A what? Oh, this isn't Seuss. No, I. Th- I think, I think the bee might might have said something. You ever heard of a bee that
1: speaks? Right. Um. I mean, only in fiction literature, but
0: the bees start converging on you again.
1: There are sure are a lot of bees, though.
0: The humming—it's so loud. Do they look like they're about to sting him? Hard to say. You know what? Actually, um, roll for it. Roll sweet.
1: Wimble is not good at sweet. <laughs> um. What's your
0: sweet number three? Wait, hang on. It's, it's two. two. So you're more uh, tart. Yeah. Okay. They look like they're absolutely about to sting you all at once and in a very unpleasant and angry manner. I throw my arms out. I go, wait, wait. How can we help?
1: You know what? Roll sweet. They're bees. They want only the sweet nectar of my flesh.
0: Is is rolling sweet over the only time that That's the only thing you have time to say, Okay. <laughs> Is rolling sweet over your number? Yeah, roll over or matching your number. You rolled over. All right. They stop. They pause in what seemed like their attack. (laughs)
2: Why do you need help? The Candyman. He's trapped us here in these forms. We are nothing but caramel and blood now. You. You. We were once like you. You. We were children, children. We took the candid man's invitations, and one by one, he transformed us to this, to this, the hive. Sorry, that's just the
0: orchestral music that uh, plays ominously when that happens. That's the choir of bees as they start singing. Yes, that. You know, they don't. You know, they're not going. They're not going to school anymore, but they do have a lot of time to practice their singing. (laughs) Oh God. Where where is he? The candy man.
1: Who is he?
0: What can he do? Okay, so one by one, there are four bees that come up to you and they, you know, they clear their little throats.
2: (coughs) Who can eat one pound of insect larvae to regrow a single lost limb?
0: And the bees say in unison, The
2: candy man can. The second bee comes up to you and it says, Who can compress to the thinnest? Of a single sheet of paper to slip through any crack. The Candyman can. Who can only see you when you're moving? The Candyman can. Who can be melted like sugar? The Candyman can.
0: And then the initial bee that had come up to you and asked you, for, begged you for your
2: help, says, The Candyman, he stays within his office at all times now. Hundreds of children have passed through these walls, none coming out. And the Candyman, he grows tired of these games. Once, he found it amusing to trap and trick children in different ways, and sometimes to reward them. But now? No, now he finds children so irritating, he's grown so tired of it, that he just kills them. He just kills them and turns them into candy. We're not even alive, we're actually ghost children. We're ghost children bees, made of caramel and blood. Just the blood from our bodies. I don't know why he he put that in there, but he's he's a cruel man. He's a cruel and strange man. (laughs) (laughs) But the office, the office.
1: No, 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 this is all too much. My father is a very-
2: We had fathers once. They
1: couldn't save us either. My mother is a very important man. He will not stand for this. I want to get out. I'm done in here. I can buy my own chocolates. (laughs) I'm just here to serve the community and get my award.
0: Holly has exchanged a look between Wimble to the bees. Back to Wimble, to the bees, to the door. The door is gone. What? No. No, that-
1: Where where uh, did it go? Right. The door has
0: disappeared while you weren't looking at it. It is a solid factory wall now. I have no idea what to do. Where?
1: Well, I mean, we, I mean, all we have to do is find a phone on the wall, call the fire department. We must start looking around for a phone or, uh, like, the standard safety equipment you would find in any building of this, like, a smash-to-fire alarm thing.
0: Bold of you to assume that the Candyman keeps any oh standards in his factory. Okay, so here's the thing. I read that rivers always go to rivers. Yes. Right?
1: That's accurate.
0: Right. I'm going to get in the river, and it'll take me to another river, and that'll be out.
1: It all depends on whether this factory is built on the river, or whether the river is built inside the factory.
2: Well, it looks like dirty water. It's chocolate. What? It's chocolate.
1: No, it's disgustingly red. It cannot be chocolate.
2: I know, it doesn't taste very good, but chocolate nonetheless composes most of it. Most? I don't want to talk about
1: it. Do you know if the river was built here? Yes, yes. So it's not natural? No. Is any of this natural?
2: Absolutely not. The door fucking disappeared. You think this is a natural occurrence?
1: So this river very well may not lead us to safety.
2: It will lead you to where you need to go. But... There is another path.
1: Which one? <laughs> well, another.
2: Two doors remain on this factory floor. All roads lead to the Candied Man. Is that it? Well, you can ask a bit of questions about it, but beyond that, you no. Know, I, don't, I don't have any riddles or anything like that. So, uh... Holly's getting in the river now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in the river? got <laughs> boats. <laughs> Wimble's standing at the edge of the river watching you get in.
0: Flash. You're in the river. Um, it's a little bit more difficult to float in this one. Is it? Yeah, it's not pure water. It's melted chocolate. It's very warm. Oh? It's not hot. It's probably about the temperature that you could stand in a bath.
1: Um, it's the temperature of the chocolate bath water that the lint sprungly man bathes in.
0: Who? There is no man on the back of the lint chocolate box.
1: Yes, there is.
0: No, there isn't. No, no it's not. What are you talking about? The lint man. The, the man. This fucking fake photo of a... <laughs> Patissier? The man bent over his chocolate, making it. Yeah, okay, that is a man on the lint, but bathwater? Obviously. That's why his anyway. skin is so supple. It's this all of nice. the cocoa butter. Yeah. And cocoa.
1: So, the temperature of the water, though, this nasty chocolate water.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not pleasant, even for you, Holly. Okay.
1: You are an experienced swimmer, so like you should be safe no matter what.
0: Yeah, I feel like. Not necessarily. You'll have an advantage on swimming through this chocolate mess, but like it's still chocolate. It's not water at all. It's going to be a lot thicker to move through because of the sugar content. It's mostly sugar. It's a lot less expensive than chocolate, but <laughs> it's very thick. It's very warm. It's more difficult to move through. You'll become exhausted more quickly. How am I going right now? Um, I, I want to aim for just like a doggy paddle to stay aboard, like tread, tread chocolate. You're managing that. Um, you are slowly being swept by the current downstream. Okay. Is...
1: is downstream where we want to go? I think... I'm not quite sure, but I think that wherever you're going doesn't appear to be the right direction as you're not choosing to go there.
0: Ah. Okay. I'm gonna get out. <laughs> Alright, you get out. Are the bees still there? Yeah, they're just watching. Where's the boat? They, are. Uh... Move to make a the shape of an arrow pointing upstream to where there is a dock that you didn't notice before. I didn't... Okay. I suppose we're going to make our way towards the dock with the boat. There are three small boats about the right size for two people to get inside.
1: Is there any difference between the three?
0: No, they all appear to be uh, pretty much exactly the same other than in colour. They are each in a primary colour. What do they look like? They look like small rowboats without any oars. And they appear to be made of a mostly opaque hard candy. I give it an experimental lick. Tastes sweet. Okay. So, so there's oars in the boat? There are no
2: oars in the boat. Grab a branch or something if you want to propel yourselves, I guess. Okay. <laughs>
0: Fine.
1: Yes, I have read in, in many boy adventure stories, people often fashion an oar out of crude wood or... Anything that you can find in your environment. So perhaps one of these candy trees.
0: I would like to look around for large lollipops. Yep, there are some. There um, is a patch of lollipop flowers nearby. They're all, you know, like five feet tall, to be honest, around there. I want to rest one out of the ground. Um, All right, I'm going to need you to roll tart for that, actually. I fail considerably. You just you just work up a sweat, honestly. Wimble, do you want to have a go?
1: Yeah, Wimble goes and tries to pull it out. He says, hold on, I've read about pulling plants from the ground. One of my rolling's tart? Yeah. Wimble fails. What did you get? Five.
0: Okay, you both rolled a five for that. <laughs> All right, you both failed at that. No plan. You get in the boat. Get in the boat.
1: Wimble's in the boat.
0: I jump into the water and try and oh, God. kick, like, Push the boat while swimming. Like
1: steering it with your body. Yes. Okay. Excellent.
0: Right, you're making some progress. You're going downstream slowly. Wimble, you're fine. Holly, you're having a bit of a rough time of it, but you're doing all right. Mostly just following the current of the chocolate.
1: You know, from from this perspective, the garden is quite beautiful, don't you think?
0: Yeah. I think, well, probably should have tasted it before all this death bee stuff started happening. You're uh, slowly making your way downstream towards a tunnel, and as most of the garden slowly disappears from your sight, you can faintly hear the bee chorus starting up their practice again. They're practicing their singing. They're not coming with us? Why would they? (sighs) They can fly. They're candy bees. They're even more fragile than regular bees. If I were not currently pushing a boat and kicking my legs wildly in a chocolate current, <laughs> I would be standing up, waving my arms and yelling at the bees. It's a bit late for that now. I guess you could let go of the boat and go and swim to shore and ask the bees to come with you. <laughs> just leave Wimble adrift? Yes. I do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you do that.
1: <laughs> Wimble like continues for like another 10 seconds and it's just like, you know, I'm not so sure about this cave, Holly?
0: <laughs> Holly? I'm long gone. I'm stomping back onto dry gra- ground. As Wimble enters the dark place. <laughs> and I'm waving my hands and hollering for these bees. Oi! Yes? Coming with? Do you need us? Yes. For what? You know, all that junk about the candy man, I suppose. And the factory and, like, how he killed you. Roll sweet to convince them. That's pretty sweet. All right, all right, all right. You've got a companion now. (laughs) All of them? Yes. How how big is this swarm? Uh, It's about 200 uh, ghost child bees. Ghost child bees? Yes. I'll write that down. So, can I see Wimble? Wimble's in the dark place, man. (laughs) Holly! Holly! Your voice echoes around you. Holly, you do not hear it. Hmm. Oh, did did you see where... What's his name? Uh, Did you see where that kid went? I wasn't paying attention, no. Mm. see if you can keep up and i dive into the chocolate and i swim downstream the bees tentatively hover behind you yeah good into the dark place
1: friends and enemies thank you for gathering here to listen to this episode in full sweet and tart is a team asterisk production See the show notes for a full list of credits. Keep your eyes peeled for the thrilling continuation of our Willy Wonka-themed one-shot next week as we venture into the Dark Place.